You're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. Okay, I'm the coolest. Okay, I am Pastor Floyd Hughes from Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills, and with me is Pastor Mark Berkshire with uh, Meadow Run Community Church in Ohio Powell. And before we get started, a couple of plugs really quick. So um, we are recording at the Mountain View Cafe, where typically uh, every couple of weeks when we get together and we, when I come down Mark's way, uh, we come here because the people are good, the food is good, the people are good. Yeah. I mean, that that's my judge. Good food, quality service from good people, yeah. and good prices, and this is the trifecta. So definitely worth, if you're in the area, what's, what's the area? Smithfield. Smithfield, if you're in the area, come in and check that out. It's right off of 857. Yeah. Another shameless plug, we have not checked this out, but uh, uh, we were just told about a podcast called Digging Deeper with Mandy and Erica, um, and it's a women's podcast, and they just talk about biblical concepts, um, and it says they're based out of Uniontown, PA, so if you guys are looking for other content to listen to, uh, check that out. I'm definitely going to check it out, even though it's a women's podcast, because Sometimes yeah. women talk about good stuff from perspectives, and I'm like, oh, I never thought about that. So, yeah, check that Amen. out. One more shameless plug. Uh, Mark and I are going to be at the Jefferson Hills Library on September 16th doing a book signing uh, for with a bunch of other authors, not just for us. I wish it was just for us, but <laughs> we're not that popular yet. Uh, doing a book signing with a bunch of other authors. They're doing a local author showcase where multiple authors um, from all over the Pittsburgh area, uh, they're going to have activities for kids. They're going to have food trucks, coffee trucks, dessert trucks. Uh, they're going to have um, opportunities for people to interact with the authors. They're going to have uh, raffles that they give away, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so feel free to come out to that at the Jefferson Hills Library. And um, if you listen to the podcast, let us know so we can say hi. And I might as well give a shameless plug also. Go for it. September 17th, right after the book signing, the next day, we are having Back to Church Sunday at Meadow Run Community Church in Ohio Powell. And um, if you want to see me get a pie thrown in my face, come on out and and uh, to that, it's going to be a day of just a lot of fun. We join with thousands of churches across the nation who, who recognize September 17th this year as National Back to Church Sunday. So that's what we are doing. And I will say this before we, because this bridges the way to what are we preaching on this weekend, but I will definitely say this. Don't wait until National Church Sunday. To go and join a Sunday celebration. Exactly. Um, invite your family and friends to go with you if you already go. But if you, for whatever reason, haven't been going, this is the perfect opportunity to go back somewhere yeah. and check out a Sunday celebration. Yeah. But that brings us up to what are we preaching on? So, Mark, what are you preaching on this Sunday? This Sunday, I'm preaching on being rooted in faith. Um, for the next, this start kicks off a new series uh, called Rooted. 
and uh, we're going to be talking about Rooted in Faith this week, Rooted in Community next week, Rooted in Worship, Rooted in, in Sharing the Gospel uh, are the four weeks that we're going to be looking at. And this week is all about faith because that's where it all starts. We need to be rooted in faith if we're going to do anything else in our Christian walk. All right, so we are, uh, let me um, make sure this doesn't pause when I do this. Okay, so we're going to be talking about, uh, we're actually starting a new series called The Prison Epistles, walking through a reoccurring series, uh, walking through the epistles that Paul wrote while he was in prison. We're starting with Ephesians. Then we'll go over a couple other different books and topics, and then we'll come back and do the rest of the other books. But we're starting with Ephesians, uh, because it's probably one of the most spiritual epistles that Paul wrote that really encourages and challenges us to walk in and live out our spiritual walk. But this topic that we're talking about today might be a little challenging for some people because... Uh, yeah, back to church Sunday, but all the kids are back in school. Uh, so I know we talked about a few weeks, months? Few, few podcasts ago. few podcasts ago, we talked about uh, stuff in schools and school boards. But um, this week, we're talking about, uh, since kids are back to school, just the increase because of all the stuff going on in the public school systems. No disrespect to our teachers that are in the public school system. We respect you. We're praying for you. Uh, we want to be an encouragement to you, but because of just everything going on in the public school systems, there's an increase in people turning to both Christian schools and homeschools. Uh, so initially, I know that's big. Any, any thoughts on that before we jump in? I think... Um, our public schools have gone crazy in some of their their policies. Yeah, um, they're not they're not focused on education no. anymore. Yeah. And, and and I think that homeschooling is good. I think private schools, Christian schools, are good. Um, I also think it comes down to where you are and how much you want to be in control of what your kids learn and what they are learning. That's, um, that's, that's 100%. Some, some people say, I don't care what they're teaching the kids at school, they're out of my hair for six hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and, and, and that's sad, but that's, that is reality. Um, I, I, I think some of those people were the people who thought, my kid's getting taught English, math, math history, science, Yeah. but now that's, that's not what they're limited to. They're getting taught things that contradict history and things that contradict uh, basic yeah. science. So there's... Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it is a... I have, I have four, five school teachers in my immediate family you know, public school teachers. Um, so I, I don't, I, I don't down them. I don't degrade them. I don't do anything. I, I said, God has a real sense of humor too, because I have three teachers 
in my church, or four teachers in my church. One's retired. Um, and I said, you know, uh, my grammar and everything else, and God puts me in a church that has math teachers and English teachers. Uh, is just crazy. So, I mean, it, it's a good profession. I, I don't want to dismiss that at all. Yeah, let's um, reiterate again, not to interrupt, reiterate again that we're not saying anything disrespectful about teachers no. uh, or principals or educators. Uh, we respect them. I know we, within our congregation, have been praying for them throughout this whole yeah. time as they go back to school and will continue to do so. Um, but there is a breakdown. And I don't think the problem is the teachers. I think it's the school boards, as we discussed a few podcasts. Ago. And, and as I talk to some of the teachers that I know personally, that go to my church or my family, they're in a dilemma too because yeah. they're forced upon to teach some of the things that they're teaching that they really don't want to be teaching. Um, and again, it's a choice. You know, they could choose to go to a private school, but they don't pay as much as the public schools, you know, or they don't have positions available for them. So, you know, you've got to be, you, there's got to be a balance somewhere. And, and um, but I'm probably jumping, putting the horse before the cart here, but. but We don't have a cart or a horse. Yeah. We're making this up as we go along. <laughs> but we just, you know, we need to. We need to pray for these these teachers because yeah. a lot of them are teaching things and, and being mandated to teach things that they do not agree with. Yeah. So, yeah. Which which brings us to the the whole Christian school. And we'll get to homeschooling in a little bit because that's a that's a huge one. We even talked about that on the moms yeah uh, podcast that we do. Um, but it brings us to the Christian school because even within Christian schools, there's divides. Because they have different curriculums. Because even though they're... Then you get away from, okay, all the stuff going on in the public schools. And they're talking about their Christian curriculums. However, comma, then you get into the, well, are they teaching this type of Christian or this type of Christian? You know, you're back into the whole separate uh, uh, denominational things. Uh, but here's the thing that I find amazing. Because even though, and we see it on the news, Catholic school after Catholic school closing, 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 closing congregations are starting Christian school after Christian school after Christian school because they're like, enough. We, we, we parents and congregations and they're banding together and say, well, let's, let's open a school. I know of two just in my immediate area where I live that have opened within the last few years. One within the last year and they were concerned because they didn't think they would have enough staff and they didn't think they would have enough students. They filled up, I was talking to one of the teachers, she said they filled up the staff roster within months. They filled up the students within less than that. Uh, yeah. Because parents are trying to find, well, Christian parents are trying to find an alternative to public schools. But, but and I'm going to back up just a second because I don't think this is a... I mean, we are a Christian podcast. We focus on the Christians, but I don't think this is a Christian, non-Christian issue. Parents are looking for alternatives. Parents of all walks of life, because there are so many things going on 
that our government wants to control yeah. that they don't want them to control. Yeah. Parents so, want schools that will teach the basics, math, yeah. reading, history, science. Curse of writing. Curse of, I mean, the basics of education, the things that most of us grew up learning, they yeah. don't want alternative sciences. They right. don't want alternative culture. They don't want whatever their political perspective is. They're like, hey, that has nothing to do with my child. Yeah. I'll teach that to them at home. At the schools, you need to teach them and educate them, not try to indoctrinate them, uh, right. which is a lot of what's going on. So. Yeah. Let me ask this, because um, this is a question. It comes up across, and we'll, again, we'll get to homeschooling, public school, Christian school, homeschooling. But for public school, Christian school, is there, because I've had some parents ask this, uh, is there a chance that your children are not getting the same academic, what's the word, the same quality of academic curriculum by going to a Christian school, especially one that's just been established in the last year, two years, three years, versus a traditional public school academic curriculum. Just just academics, not teaching all the other... Just academics. You know, I, I don't think there is a difference. I mean, if the teacher is qualified, certified, and, you know, licensed by the state to teach, the qualification should be the same, no matter where you're at yeah. the only difference would be in homeschooling but the materials that's available for homeschoolers now which we will talk about is is um, is phenomenal so they're getting the same education um you know and, and some people have the argument that well public school teaches them for the real world christian school isolates them to believe that it's yeah. not and if it's done correctly, that's not the case. Um, because Christian school is not a cop-out for evil. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Um, I, I've seen, I, I've known of Christian schools that have had just as much trouble as public schools have had. So, I mean, that's not, that's not something we need to focus yeah. on. Um, I think... I would say that they're getting a better education just because some of the teachers are happier because they're not as constricted. They're not teaching things they're opposed to. Uh, so they're, 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 what's the way to say this? And again, not to take anything away from the public school teachers, but they're more motivated. They're more motivated because they're like, I want to teach this material. Yeah. I'm back to just educating and I'm not into being a bodyguard, being a political activist, being all this yeah. in the children. And I think academic-wise, like you said, um, I think they're getting a more... It's not that they're getting isolated. They're getting more rounded. They're getting the same academics, if not better, mm -hmm. by teachers who are more motivated. But they're also getting... Uh, the thing that is missing in the public school is, hey... This scientific facts that we're teaching, this historical facts that we're teaching, here's how that actually ties in with the Bible. So they're getting exposed to more truth. We're in the public school system. Again, no disrespect to those teachers. They're not allowed to talk about that. Right. right. They're, they're denied from even saying, let's look at this aspect of it and how does it tie in with uh, the rest of you know the things that we're yeah. teaching you. So um, yeah. I think that. And uh, 
I think another question, and I'm, I'm not avoiding going into the homeschool. I just think that's a whole other topic. Um, all right, you know what? Let's just jump into homeschool. So <laughs> do they do as well academically? Um, I think some. I think some kids do better homeschooled than they do in a school environment, a classroom environment. Um, I have uh, a good friend of ours who has both of her boys, she's not a Christian, has both of her boys homeschooling because she can give them the one-on-one -on -one attention that they need. So they're getting um, more focused They're attention. getting mo more focused attention. They're doing they're doing a hundred percent better now that she's doing it than they were when they were in public schools. Again, nothing to do about the teachers in public schools. It's just some kids uh, need that special attention that if you have a room full of 30 kids, you can't give to one student. Yeah. You might be able to um, answer two or three questions, yeah. but then you have to stay on task. And, and then, and then you got well. Then the question comes up: Well, you're taking them out of social things, you know. And, I'm, I'm and, gonna, I'm gonna come back to that because okay. that's a big one. We'll that's come, a big we'll one. Come back to that then. But, but I was looking. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, but I, I just think there's. I think in some cases, it can even be better than than public or private school. Um, personally, my experience. Uh, my children were at homeschooled. One of my children went to private school, Christian private school, much better education because of all the things we've already talked spoken about. But I did look it up. Uh, well, when I was in the church I was at in Virginia before I moved to the Pittsburgh area, it's a huge homeschool environment, homeschool culture, uh, lots of homeschool, what they call co-ops, where uh, the children were schooled at home, but then they would get together because let's say I'm not versed in science, but you're an engineer and yeah. you are, so we would swap off. Hey, I'm versed in history, you're versed in science, so I'll do that, and then they would come together and do that part. Um, but those kids are probably some of the most well-behaved, uh, some of the most educated, and they've gone on to, I mean, this is just personal experience, they've gone on to colleges and to do great things, but I was looking this up, and uh, studies have shown, there was a study by the National Association for College Admission and Counseling, granted that was in 2010, found that homeschool children had better standardized test scores and higher college GPAs, probably for all of the reasons yeah. uh, that, that, that we just said. Yeah. But you bring up a big point, the social aspect. Are they but, missing that? No, and I don't believe so. Uh, there are so many schools now that will accept a homeschooler to play on a varsity football team in a high school if they're in within that school district. Um, that's all over the country. You can do that. Um, they can do, they can, they have, like you said, co-ops where they're homeschooled, but once a week they get together as a group. And they socialize, they have games, they have studies. They, they do some studying together at these co-op events. Um, so there's, there's, they don't miss out on anything. I, I have a friend that homeschools all six or seven of her kids. And she 
they go, they are on soccer teams, they're on baseball teams, they're on, you name it, they're doing it. One's in a band, in a school band. Yeah. I mean, because they they make the effort. Homeschooling can only be success as successful <coughs> as the parents leading the homeschool. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, so if they're not willing to put the effort in, if all they're willing is to get them grades and get them to pass 12th grade, yeah, then there's a problem. To which, um, to which we'll add, homeschooling is not easy. No, it's it, not. It, it is not easy. It takes no. a lot of attention, a lot of time, a lot of planning. You're planning just like any other teacher, yeah. a whole curriculum, but you're also doing it at home. So it's not like your kid's at school and you get to do all this other stuff. You don't. Right. Your kid is your child is home or your children are home. Yeah. And so you're planning at home. You're teaching them, equipping them, engaging in stuff at home. Yeah. Um, but some of the parents I talked to have said this. They found it's not that they're missing out socially. They're missing out on the bad social aspects. Yeah, they're they're less likely to be bullies, and less likely to be bullied. Um, they're more likely to stand up to bullies. They found uh, they're less likely to, given their own free time, spend it on screen time. They'd rather engage with other people or do stuff because they're exposing them to more stuff outside. Yeah. They have uh, a lot better self esteem in college um, and in general. So. Granted, this is not official, but these are the parents saying, here's what yeah. I found when I homeschooled my child and when they interacted with other right. homeschooled teachers. So um, what are the drawbacks, though? Because if you look at Christian education, that costs money. Mm -hmm. Homeschooling costs a lot of time. And money. And money. So you have to buy the material. You yeah, you got to buy that curriculum. Um, granted, you're not spending as much as some of the Christian schools. But this is what I found. Some of the Christian schools, uh, I know there's a, a Calvary Chapel in Leesburg uh, where they just started a Christian school because of all this stuff within the Loudoun County school system that you and I were talking about beforehand. We won't go into now. Uh, but they started a Christian school. And they. Um, I was listening to one of the sermons where the pastor was saying they did everything they could to keep the costs as low as possible to just cover their costs. Mm -hmm. Just cover, here's what it costs to, you know, facility, teacher, curriculum, and keep the cost. And that's spread across, you know, all the, all, the, all the students. And a lot of schools are doing that because it's not about making money. It's about we've got to get away from the lack of educating our children and instead trying to indoctrinate and politicize our children back to just educating our children. Because that, that, that's what our children uh, deserve. Yeah. And and I, I think there some of the bigger churches that promote homeschooling or promote private schools, um, they also have people in the church that will give scholarships, yeah, to the kids, yeah, to make it a little more affordable for the kids to go there, which I think is a good program too. Yeah, and this is this transcends, like we said, a political perspective. These are. Just parents who say, I, I just want my kid, my child to be educated, not to be politicized, not to be indoctrinated. I just want them to have a good education to help equip them uh, for life. And I want, to, I want them to learn what I learned. Yeah. I yeah. want them to learn the real history yeah. of, of the United States, not 
a covered up history. Yeah, and that's that's one of the problems is that in the school systems, what the children are learning as fact will change depending upon the political perspective of the school board. Yeah. And that changes every time it changes. So whereas one child growing up may have learned this set of science and historical facts, the next child growing up learns something totally contradictory to that because now there's a different political school board in power, yeah. which should not be the case. Right. I mean, right. history is history. That's, that's just the way it is. The first yeah. president was the first president. It doesn't change based on who's in power today. Right, right. But, and here's the thing, I will pull this last, this last plug for homeschooling. A lot of parents were more eager to do homeschooling once they found out they did not have to be a certified teacher. Yeah. And I believe that's across all 50 states. None of them require you to be a certified right. teacher. They just give you the curriculum. Um, and you can, you know, a lot of people choose their different curriculums. There's a lot out there. Uh, and then you, as the parent, just have to invest the time, the resources. Yeah. Um, and, and another thing with, with homeschooling that I, I've seen very successfully is that you pick the time for your kids. You know, you don't have to be eight hours a day. You work it around the schedule that you need to work it around. Yeah. You know, um, so uh, a lot of times mom will stay home during the day and teach some of it. And dad will come in at night and teach some of it after he gets to work and, and mom will go to work at night. There's all kind of setups that you can do. That and you can go at your own pace. So if you have a child that has a learning disability and has a hard time learning, you can take them slower yeah. through it. Or if you have someone who's excelled in reading and math, you can take them as fast as you want to get them where they want to be. Yeah. So there's a lot of advantages to that, um, to homeschooling. Um, and again, I think it's the one-on-one. -on -one. The Bible says, train your child up in the way you want it to go, and they'll return to it. You've got a lot more flexibility to train up your child if you're teaching your child yeah. at home. And I think that brings us to something you and I were discussing before we started, which is the problem is a lot of parents today, I was going to say have given the responsibility and authority, but some of them feel like it's been taken away from them of parenting their child. Yeah. Uh, to the schools. And a lot of parents don't want to do that. They're like, I'm still the parent. You're the educator. You educate them, but I'm going to teach them the morals of what's right and wrong. Right. I'm going to be the disciplinarian. I'm going to be involved in their decisions about sexuality, about you know who they think they can be when they grow up, all that stuff. That's not yeah. the educator's role. Exactly. Uh, and it never was intended to be and it never should be. And Unfortunately, for many, it is, and that's why we're yeah. we're having this discussion. Right. So, um, what can? Because we always, I mean, this is why we're called faith responders. We're talking about how people of faith can respond to all these things going on in the school system. What can the person of faith do? What's the first thing they should do? Granted, their children may already be enrolled in one of these things back in school. Uh, but there's still time to change if they want to. So what's the first thing they should do when making that decision between public school, private school, Christian school, or homeschool? I think before I even say that, 
I think it's important to say that I know that it's not possible for all parents to have their kids taken out of the public school. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just not feasible. Yeah. So for that person, I would say get involved. Get involved with your kids' education. See what they're bringing home. See what books they're reading. Go to the school, see what books are in their library. Um, it's very important. I mean, you'd be surprised what books are in the library of some of these schools, starting yeah. as early as elementary schools, um, and what books aren't there yeah. anymore. Um, so get involved with your school. Um, get Go to board school board meetings. Absolutely. Um, get to know the school board members. Yep. And, I mean, call them out when there's issues. Don't be afraid Respect, to object. Respectfully yeah. call them out. Um, and so that, and, and you can do that with, with a very Christian attitude. You yeah. know? And, and be, be, um, be in prayer. Cover your child with prayer. Cover your, your, your school board with prayer. Cover your, the, the school itself in prayer. And, and, you know, just ask God to, to protect that whole thing. Um, that, that includes the admin, the staff, the, the maintenance everyone. team, the lunch, the bus drivers, all of them be praying Everything. for all of them. And not just at the start of the school year and not just when Every the tragedy day. happens in your school. No. Every day. Um, so that that's for the public school. Private schools... Um, if you're trying to decide between private and, and public, you need to make the decision if it's one uh, affordable yeah. for you. Are they teaching? Is this private school teaching the values that you want? Because not all Christian schools teach the same values that you may have. So you need to make sure that your values line up. Um, I'm just going to sit back and let Mark continue because he's he's hitting everything dead um, on that everyone but, should be concerned about. But, but that's going. something that, that that we need to look at. You know, look at your values. Look at what's being taught. If it is feasible, go meet with the instructor. Go meet with the administrative team. Go meet with, with the people before you even think about taking them out of public and putting them into private. Meet with that private school to make sure it's a fit. Um, and again, bathe it in prayer. I mean, you know that's going to be my number one thing I say yeah. all the time. Anyways, is bathe it in prayer. Um, and then, again, just like you would in the public school, get involved. Absolutely. Uh, and stay involved. Right. They don't have a school board, but they have a school administrating team that you can be a part of. So yeah. be involved. Um, now, as far as homeschooling, Again, this is a big step for a lot of people. Um, I think the number one thing you need to do is make sure you're committed to doing it. Don't start to pull, don't pull your kids out of private or or public school and think I'm going to homeschool them, and then two months down the road say no, this isn't worth it, and throw them back in. Yeah, because they're going to be all out of sorts going back into whichever it is, public or private. Um, so make sure you're committed to doing it. Uh, research it. Research what's available for curriculum. Research what's what's available for help for you. Um, 
and uh, research, um, you know, what you really need to be doing when you're when you're when you're um, homeschooling. Not everyone is cut out to be a homeschooler. True, one hundred percent. I think so, a lot of people learned that during the pandemic. When yeah, they were stuck at home with their kids, trying to look over their yeah. homework and all that. Some people excelled, and they were like, "Thank God, I finally get to have some and, insight." And yeah. others, it was just too much for them. And and find a find a homeschool co-op organization in your area that will that you can plug into um, before you even start it. Yeah, to see. Talk to other homeschool parents. Yeah. What what is the benefits? What isn't? What are um, the, the, the the hurdles that you're going to have yeah. to overcome that you might not have thought about? Right. And, and, and again, above all, bathe the decision in prayer. Ask God to lead you. Ask God to give you the commitment. Ask God to give you the the motivation to do it if that's what it is. Um, talk with your children. Ask them. I that, mean, that's one of the things I was going to say. It, it, talk to your children and say, hey, we're considering this. This is why we're considering this. Well, my kid's only two or only five years old. I'm not going to talk. You may not have to at that age, but the I, older I would kids, say still let them know because they're going to wonder why, why they're changed, not. Yeah. Why they're you not can, with their friends. Right. So, you can still let them know. but yeah, Still but have a family discussion with yeah. everyone in the household who's going to be impacted. Even if you're only taking one kid out. And leaving the others in right. one of the other options, explain to them why. Why yeah. why does he get to stay home and we still have to go to private school yeah. or to public school yeah. or vice versa? But have that discussion with the family. But I, I think the bottom line is as parents you are you need and you must be involved in yeah. your child's education. Um, it should start at home anyways. Yeah. That's where that should be. Uh, teach them if they're going to public school, if you don't agree with something the teacher's saying, speak up. If you're disciplined in the class for it, let me know. Yeah. Uh, and then be willing to go down and talk Have to the, the teacher about it. Yeah. And then go from there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just, just be a part of your kid's life. So. And that, that covers... 99.9 percent of everything uh, but that that's 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 the whole thing uh definitely pray and have those discussions i'm going to ask mark to close us in prayer by praying for um the teachers in the public school system the admin the staff and all the people we said that we should be in prayer for and also for all the parents that are struggling with these decisions Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this this discussion. It's an important discussion, important topic. Father, I pray for all of the public schools that are in session right now. I pray for all of the the workers, the teachers, the administration, the board, the school bus drivers, the janitors, the cafeteria workers, anyone involved in a child's life. I pray for them right now. I pray for each child that is attending these schools, Lord, that you would protect them and keep them uh, under your wings. And Lord, I pray for the private schools and 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 the teachers and, and uh, directors of these private schools. I ask that you would be with them, be with the students in their schools, and be with the, the 
parents who are homeschooling and just give them grace, give them um, extra um, strength to, to deal with the, the struggles of homeschooling and be with each child that is involved there, Lord. Lord, we just thank you for our children. We thank you for the opportunity to be a part of their lives and for you lending them to us uh, to raise to be more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.